Hello. Let's go for a ride. Here we are. Ninth story. <laughs> Screaming brings me a little closer towards something resembling conscious thoughts, but my head still feels dizzy, overstuffed, heavy. I try to open my eyes, and at first they resist. A tiny bit of dull, fuzzy light filters through my right eye. I feel a strange sensation similar to pulling apart Velcro. Then my left eyelid pops open, followed by my right. I blink a few times, confused by the tight, tacky feel of the skin around my eyes. Light at first is an overly bright assault, but quickly fades. It's dim and blurry, then bright and blurry. My instinct makes me reach for my eyes, the impulse to rub away the dull, milky blur, and I realize my hands are trapped behind me. I feel a pinch in my shoulders first, then my wrists protest. You moving around back there? The voice is deep, and there's a hint of amusement in it. I find the sound of it strangely familiar as if I'm hearing a voice in a crowd that I know I've heard before but can't place. I think about the words for a few seconds, putting them together in my mind. The sensation is the same as hearing a few words in a foreign language that sound enough like the English versions to make you feel relatively sure you can understand what's being said. I also think about the amused tone, which sounds a lot more like a lepidopatrist who prefers to skip the killing jar and go right for the pins than it does an ornithologist who's just spotted a rare duck-billed red-bearded woodpecker. I understand I'm supposed to respond, but I feel like I'm borrowing somebody else's lips and tongue and it takes me a few tries to get them moving. Just as I do, I'm stopped by the scales of flaky skin on my lips. I flick at them with the tip of my tongue, tasting copper again, and also the unmistakable rusted sea salt of blood. I swallow and cough. It comes out a dry, squeaking noise, part cat with hairball, part septuagenarian asthmatic wheeze. The sound startles me. I hear the voice again. This time, not words, just a dry chuckle. Then, guess you got enough air. I hear a low, mechanical whir, and the screaming I've been hearing becomes a whistle, then a hiss. Then it stops. I feel immediately warmer and realize that damp, chilling wind has been blowing in my face for who knows how long. I swallow and try to make words again. I succeed in issuing a whispery cackle of a word that I know is where. I stop, coughing again. I try once more, but all I manage is what? Before a dry click in my throat makes further speech impossible. The waxing and waning of dull, tufted light continues during this strange conversation, and I realize as I blink again that what I'm seeing is cars passing by and briefly illuminating the night. I see a rough silhouette as the next vehicle passes by and realize I'm sitting in the back seat. 
You put up a bit of a tussle, so I had to take you down. Lucky for you, I knew exactly where you were the whole time. If you'd gotten the jump on me, I might have had to shoot you. I try to move my arms again, slowly this time, and understand why my wrists hurt when I tried this earlier. I'm handcuffed in the back of a cruiser. Mistake, I whisper. Innocent. I can see the rearview mirror now, or at least the vague shape of it, and it seems to me that the set of the driver's head has changed. I can't see his eyes, but it seems that he's staring at me and considering my words. He says nothing for a long while, long enough to make me wonder if I should be nervous or hopeful. You're kidding me, right? He says. I try to speak, but I find my throat has dried out again, and it just clicks when I try to run air through it. Instead, I shake my head emphatically. He stares at me for some time, then shakes his own head. I ain't buying that BS. I say nothing in response, even if I could speak. I'm not sure what my response would be. I wonder what he thinks I did. The fact that he stared at me and seemed to be genuinely considering the veracity of my protests, that I was innocent, tells me he most likely did not witness it himself. I chew at my lip, tearing chap scales away. I don't remember engaging in any illegal activities. Then it occurs to me, not only do I not recall why I'm being chauffeured around by a police officer, but I don't recall what I was doing yesterday either. I get nervous when I can't think of what I did last week. I feel a trickle of icy sweat roll from my armpits down to my waistband when I realize I don't seem to have any recall of my activities over the last year. You've just listened to episode one of The Ride, a Hicks and Fabulous production. Listen next week for more. I broke it.